Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Good morning and welcome to another edition of Dirt Radio, Friends of the Earth show on 3CR. We're coming at you live from 3CR studio on Wurundjeri land in the Kulin Nation. We'd like to acknowledge that sovereignty of these lands was never ceded and pay respect to elders past, present and those emerging. I'm Phil Evans, your host today, and today we're going to talk about a very international, a very interesting international court case that uh, has had a latest development uh, just recently in the last week or so. Um, it's going to be pretty exciting. We're going to uh, hear an interview with Greg Cox, who was one of the leading oil, or leading lawyers on the case, uh, being run out of Friends of the Earth Netherlands or Milieu Defensie. Um, this year at Friends of the Earth, we're celebrating 45 years of resistance. That's 45 years we've been mobilising communities, resisting the oppressive forces of patriarchy and capitalism, and transforming our future to be one where we have a safe and secure climate. Uh, so coming up later on the show, we'll hear that interview. For now, let's hear a bit of a community service announcement. Marxism 2019 is Australia's biggest socialist conference, taking place this Easter long weekend from April the 18th to the 21st in Melbourne. Marxism 2019 features international and local guest speakers, including award-winning author and activist Baruz Buchani. Join over 1,000 activists for crucial discussions on how to resist the rise of the right and rebuild the left. With more than 100 sessions, tickets start at just $35 and are available at marxismconference.org. A 3CR supporter. You are listening to 3CR. This is Dirt Radio. Phil Evans here joining you for another show. Um, today we're going to hear a bit of content uh, from one of our sister stations, uh, Real World Radio, which is another Friends of the Earth project. So Real World Radio services social movements around the world as part of the communications of Friends of the Earth International. Created in 2003, Real World Radio is based in Friends of the Earth Uruguay in the Monte Video offices. It provides information in Spanish and English with popular environmental approach. It focuses on the struggle of peasant movements, indigenous organisations, women's groups, unions, environmentalists and fisher folk, among other actors, in defence of territories and people's rights. So today we're going to hear about Shell, who is one of the biggest climate polluters in the world. Uh, the transnational company has known about the severity of climate change and the impacts of oil for years, but only has misled the public on the issue. It continues drilling for oil. And on April 5, Friends of the Earth Netherlands, or Milieu Defensie, is issuing a writ of summons to Shell. 
In Nigeria, Shell continues to leave a trail of oil spills, gas flaring, water contamination, human rights abuses, and destruction. To to stop Shell from wrecking the climate, Friends of the Earth Netherlands is taking Shell to court. Roger Cox, he is the leading lawyer representing Milu Defensi and the co-plaintiffs in the climate case against Shell, has explained the importance of the issue, um, saying that what we are doing on April 5th is issuing a writ of summons to Shell. This is a particularly unique case because we are seeking here... What we're seeking is a prevention of future climate harm instead of looking for financial compensation for losses that have already been occurred. So in April 2018, Friends of the Earth Netherlands sent a notice of liability to Royal Dutch Shell PLC, the head company of the Shell Group. Milieu Defensi stated that Shell should reduce its oil and gas activities in the next couple of decades in order to help prevent dangerous climate change and thus start acting in line with the goal of the Paris Agreement to avoid dangerous climate change. So let's hear a bit of that interview now from Real World Radio with Greg Cox, who is the leading lawyer representing Milieu Defensi. The response of Shell has been to that uh, specific notice of liability that Shell does not does not accept liability for its actions. Shell has more or less stated that it feels that it uh, is doing enough at this particular time in relation to climate change and that it cannot do more unless there is uh, global legislation that will force Shell into further climate action. Since this legislation is thus far lacking, they feel that they have the freedom to continue their business as they are doing right now, meaning, amongst others, to still focus the next couple of decades on oil and gas exploration. Uh, After receiving that response from Shell, we decided to move on and started drafting a writ of summons to start legal proceedings against uh, Royal Dutch Shell. And we've been busy uh, uh, in the last uh, year uh, drafting that uh, particular uh, writ of summons uh, in cooperation with uh, scientists and others. Uh, this year, so 5th of April 2019, we will be issuing this writ of summons to Shell and taking them uh, to court. Should Shell be worried? Uh, we feel that we have a uh, obviously a, a good chance of uh, also getting an order from the court that will force Shell into more climate action as well. Do you think you can win? Uh, Yes, for sure. We do feel that we can win. Uh, When we started the case against the Dutch government, uh, most uh, lawyers also stated that that was not a possibility and we pulled that off and we were very confident that we we could win at that particular case. And the the same feeling we do have with this, this case as well. Uh, we think we have a strong and solid legal basis to uh, to claim what we're claiming uh, from Shell. And we also think that the spirit of the time is changing a bit. More and more people understand, and also lawyers, how grave the danger of uh, climate change is becoming. And the same goes for uh, judges. We also feel that uh, the time is now to make these changes and use uh, the law as, as an instrument and as a tool to accelerate the energy transition and to uh, to help achieve the, uh, the Paris goal. So yes, we're we're feeling very confident and we do think that we have a very solid case to make. One of Shell's responses might be that this is the responsibility of consumers and governments, not companies. Uh, Obviously, we do have some sort of responsibility, but we have to make a distinction between a moral responsibility here and a legal responsibility. The fact of the matter is that you and I, 
are only very small pieces in this in this complex puzzle and our contributions our co2 footprint is in absolute terms a very small contribution to the worldwide emissions on the other hand a company like shell for instance has historically speaking uh, contributed about two percent of all global emissions co2 emissions by its activities and the products that it has sold in in the last 120 years or so it has contributed about two percent of all uh, co2 emissions in the world which is quite a a substantial uh, percentage and from a legal perspective that is a very important uh, point to make because once at least in uh, in the dutch legal system it is the case that once you uh, your contribution to a problem is not uh, negligible and in the uh, case against the dutch state we have learned that a 0.5% contribution to worldwide emissions is not negligible according to Dutch law and the emissions that are contributed to Shell's activities are not 0.5 but are 2% of global emissions so it's four times as much so we feel that uh, this difference between the consumer with this very very small uh, absolute contribution and Shell's contribution of 2% uh, worldwide is a very important distinction to make that makes that Shell's activities do have uh, legal relevance and uh, the activities of an individual consumer do not have legal relevance. Every citizen, governmental organization or company for that matter has a duty of care to fulfill in our Dutch uh, legal system. And this means in effect that uh, nobody in this country is allowed to create danger for others if this particular danger can be avoided. And Shell can obviously transform to another energy company than a fossil fuel company. So it's not obliged to continue to be a fossil fuel company in decades to come or for eternity for that matter. It can change. So it has the option to stop contributing to this grave danger of dangerous climate change. What will happen if you win this case against Shell? Um, I think that at that point we will have a unique uh, case. The case as such is unique because we are seeking uh, preventive action from Shell. The uh, goal of the Paris Agreement is obviously to avoid dangerous climate change, meaning that we should aim for a warming that will be limited, a global warming that will be limited to uh, 1.5 degrees Celsius at most. Uh, That's our basic uh, premise and uh, best available science tells us. So the uniqueness of the case would be that a court court order would mean that uh, Shell as one of the largest multinational corporations in the world would be uh, legally obligated uh, to change its its business operations. Climate litigation is a recent phenomenon and this is a landmark case in this respect. It is the first case we know of that seeks preventive action from a company over climate change. Is climate litigation a tool for real change? Yeah, we we certainly feel that uh, this kind of legal cases are a very instrumental tool to uh, accelerate the energy transition within the Netherlands, at least. And uh, it also will obviously also have an effect on other companies and, and other countries. We've seen with the successful uh, case against the Dutch government that a lot more NGOs and people around the world have uh, instigated uh, climate-related proceedings against their own governments, meaning in their country. 
countries. So there's a, a lot more climate cases going on right now in the world after the successful verdict in 2015 in the Netherlands. And we're seeking the same sort of response when we would be successful in our case against Royal Dutch Shell. We also expect that that would have a reflex effect on other fossil fuel companies, raising the pressure on them to change and start acting in uh, accordance with the uh, Paris Agreement. So obviously we feel that this would be a very good tool to uh, to build up more pressure on businesses like Ch- uh, uh, companies like Shell to transform and accelerate the energy uh, transition. Another point that we're making in this legal case is that the consequences of a global warming that will exceed one and a half or two degrees will be so severe that it will uh, constitute uh, human rights infringements on a global scale. And that's one of the reasons why we expect that courts would like to look into this matter and hopefully uh, come to the conclusion that it is not allowed for companies like Shell to continue business as usual in a way and therefore creating this, this great danger of human rights infringement later in the century. Real World Radio, broadcasting three words. Building Popular Communications by FOI. And as you just heard there, that was a excerpt of a interview conducted on Friends of the Earth International's Real World Radio, talking to Greg Cox, who is the leading lawyer uh, representing uh, Milieu Defensi or Friends of the Earth International, along with um, other groups uh, like Action Aid Netherlands, Both Ends, um, Fossil Bridge. I'm saying that wrong, I'm sure. Uh, Greenpeace Netherlands, Young Friends of the Earth amongst more, including over 500 co-plaintiffs. Uh, many Australians have joined the court case by going onto foe.org.au and then clicking on the Take Action button. Um, there you'll find a place where you can add your name to the case as well. Over 400 Australians have already signed on, um, so um, you can go and add your name to that. But what does it mean in Australia? So... Shell's oil and gas reserves in Australia contain around a billion tonnes of CO2. Uh, The court case could substantially impact on Shell's operation in Australia by requiring them to limit carbon emissions from their polluting business in line with global carbon targets, leading to assets being stranded um, and many other problems for the company. Ian Dunlop, who is a Formula Executive at Royal Dutch Shell and Chair of the Australian Coal Association from 1987 to 1988, um, has also joined the case as an honorary co-plaintiff, saying he strongly supports Friends of the Earth, Inter- uh, Friends of the Earth Netherlands, uh, Malou Defensees, legal summons against Shell. After three decades of inaction, climate change has entered the end game, where it is now an immediate existential threat to humanity. There is no further place for predatory delay, which fossil fuel companies like Shell remain guilty of today. Fossil fuel expansion must stop and existing carbon emissions rapidly reduce. So that's Ian Dunlop, who, as we said, was a former executive at Shell and chair of the Australian Coal Association. So proof that uh, those who've worked in the industry are seeing that uh, climate change is the real threat and problem that we all know it is um, and that people can be convinced by the science and the huge groundswell of community uprising over climate justice issues. So 
Uh, the um, the court case uh, will keep following on Dirt Radio, but um, as I said, we will make sure that uh, we put into the show's liner notes the way that you can join in as an honorary co-plaintiff, and we'll also make sure that we put that out on our Facebook page as well, so Friends of the Earth Melbourne's Facebook page, um, so you can get involved and keep in touch with what is going on around that case. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. So it has been suggested in some quarters that knowing your rights is not enough and it's time to get out on the streets as we saw many people did uh, yesterday around the country uh, in the name of animal rights. Um, and we continue to see uh, mass protest happen around the country around the Adani mine, which uh, has always galvanised a lot of attention and is an important battle in the battle to make sure that we have a safe climate to live in. Um, before the break, we uh, were talking about the Shell court case uh, for Milieu Defensi or Friends of the Earth uh, Netherlands. Um, and of course, the way that you can become a co-plaintiff in that case as well, which will be in the show liner notes or you can find on our Facebook um, before we go on, I just want to remind people that you need to feed Radical Radio. Like shows like Dirt Radio don't just happen. Um, they happen because of community support. So we need you to subscribe now, please. So pick up the phone, call 0394198377. That's 0394198377 and feed your Radical Radio. It's only $35 concession pension, 7 $75 waged or $150 solidarity band or organization to become a subscriber to 3CR and help keep Radical Radio like Friends of the Earth's Dirt Radio show on the air. So what is happening around Melbourne at the moment? Well, I can tell you Friends of the Earth Melbourne have uh, the Radical Renault fundraiser. It's almost finished. Um, and if you go to foe.org.au forward slash Radical Renault, then you can see all the amazing work we've been doing. Transforming the space hasn't been renovated in quite some time now and was desperately in need of it, um, which is a bit of an understatement. Um, it's looking really good, but we just need a little bit more to bump us over the line. So if you've got a few dollars spare change, then jump onto foe.org.au forward slash Radical Renault, or you can just check out the Friends of the Earth Melbourne Facebook page. Um, one of my favorite things to do there is to click on the events tab because it is full of exciting opportunities to get involved in grassroots radical activism um, and also to meet some really cool people along the way because uh, people who are gravitating towards this community that is Friends of the Earth, um, most of them are pretty entertaining, I can tell you from first-hand experience. So on Wednesday, there is the big rally to change the rules hosted by um, the union movement and Friends of the Earth will be marching as a block. Uh, so if you uh, want to come down to the rally and you want to join a block of people calling for climate justice and because um, you can't have climate justice without worker justice. So um, we'll be joining the rally to change the rules. Um, we'll be meeting at 10 o'clock uh, at Trades Hall. Um, with the rest of the rally, keep an eye out for our uh, flags um, that say Climate Justice for All or the Big Friends of the Earth banner. Um, later that night, 
Sustainable Cities Collective are hosting a trivia night. So that's tomorrow night from 6.30pm. Um, tickets are 10 to $15 and you can get them online or you can get them via that Facebook page. So um, it should be a lot of fun. Um, there will be heaps of fun questions such as when was the first tram rolling along the streets of Melbourne? I don't know the answer to that one. So if you do, you might want to uh, give me a call and join me for a team because I don't know whether I can answer some of these questions. Um, how much money does City Link tolls make Transurban each year? Well, I know it's too much money, but I couldn't give you a number. So if you know the answers to things like this or other general knowledge as well um, and questions about sustainability, you should get along to the Sustainable Cities Trivia Night, 6.30pm at the Clyde Hotel, 385 Cardigan Street, in Carlton. Uh, what else is happening around? The Green New Deal, Melbourne, first working group meetup. Well, people may remember a couple of weeks ago, Friends of the Earth hosted a conversation about Australia's Green New Deal. It's been big news in, uh, um, in the United States with a real amazing youth-led movement to get a Green New Deal going on. Um, a real economic package that um, delivers climate justice and uh, and real change that we need to um, to see a vibrant and happy future for all people. Um, so there is a working group to see what they can do happening, and that is on Thursday. So in two days from now at six thirty p.m. And it's happening at Friends of the Earth Melbourne. So three hundred and twelve Smith Street, of course, to get to that. But the thing I'm really looking forward to this week is the art auction Maralinga Pieces Forever on Country hosted by Friends of the Earth Nuclear Free Collective. Now, if you've never been to an art auction, they are a lot of fun. And I can tell you there has been some amazing, beautiful pieces donated by uh, many people around the community um, to the Nuclear Free Collective so they can put it up on auction. Um, there will be a few beers and snacks there as well. So um, a few beers always helps me feel a little looser about uh, making a uh, a bid for an art piece so when it's on Friday the 12th of April write this one down because you really don't want to miss it um, doors open at 5.30pm with the auction starting at 7 it's at the Arena Project Space which is 2 Kerr Street in Fitzroy um, and it's going to be an amazing night and a great way for you to fill your life with art but also support uh, Frenzy's work to um support traditional owners and local communities in the firing line for a national nuclear waste dump in South Australia, as well as fighting to stop the development of uranium mines in Western Australia and so much more. Um, jump onto Friends of the Earth Melbourne's Facebook page. You'll see some of the art has been featured. Um, click through to the event to see even more, including a list of the artists who have so generously donated pieces for the auction. And we send out massive thank yous to everyone who's done that. So Friday... 5.30pm, Arena Project Space, uh, put it in your diary, you do not want to miss that one. So today I really want to uh, thank our Real World Radio, our comrades over at Friends of the Earth uh, International and Friends of the Earth Uruguay um, for the interview that they conducted with Greg Cox, who was the leading lawyer for the uh, Milieu Defence Friends of the Earth court case against Shell, the fossil fuel giant, to sue them to take action on climate change. Mind blown. I don't 
understand um, law. I'm not a lawyer, but um, it sounds like it's going to be a groundbreaking case. So we'll be following that one really close on Dirt Radio. Coming up next on 3CR is the Koori Survival Show. But for now, we'll leave you with uh, almost an axiom of those who works in the grassroots. People have the power. A bit of Patty Smith. <laughs> 